Ladies and gentlemen, podcasting since 2005. You're listening to Gamertag Radio with your host, Podcaster Hall of Famer Danny Pena, the always opinionated Paris Lilly, and from outside of the norm, Peter Toledo. This is Gamertag Radio. Right, welcome to Gamer Tag Radio, episode 1075. This is your host, Danny, and joining me for this episode is Pete. What's going on, Pete? Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? Good, good. Everything is good, man. Paris is not going to be joining us on this episode, but he's uh, hopefully in the future. He'll be, he'll be on, and we're going to talk about all this uh, next-gen stuff. All right? But first, head over to... GamerTagRadio.com. Listen to our past episodes. Also, you can find us on any podcast app. All you have to do is just uh, search for GamerTag Radio and subscribe, follow us, or if you can, post a review, and it will help us out. Um, also, if you'd like to be part of a fan mail episode or segment, here's how you can contact us. Send us your feedback or questions. Give us a call at 786-273-7GTR. Email us at fanmail at gamertagradio.com or leave a message on speakpipe.com slash gamertagradio. All right, so we're back here. Pete, how you been, man? How's everything over there, man? Doing good. I'm doing good. Weather started dropping now, so... uh... Not talking, talking in centigrade because we don't use the freedom numbers like in the states. Uh, drop down to the to the single digits uh, at Ooh, night okay. the last couple of days. So it's been, you know, I guess in Fahrenheit it's like the high forties and stuff like that. Today was I went on my hike and it was I guess fifty one degrees. So I just had mm-hmm. like a hoodie and my backpack and I just hit the I just hit the trails. So yeah, man. Nice. It's nice, win- nice. it's winter yeah. time. Yeah, it's getting. This is now hoodie weather over here, over here now in New York. So that, that's that's good. That's good, man. Because uh, summer was kind of brutal, man. Especially wearing the mask. It's it's brutal over here, man. With that, man. So, fellas, hide your hoodies because that means yeah. you know what that means, fellas, right? Hide the hoodies because the ladies will take them. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this, Pete. I have to show you something, man. Let's see it. Let's see it. All right. I'm going to show you. Hold up. I got to put my mic down. So let me put it. Hold up. Xbox Series X. Finally got it here, a part of the preview program uh, with other content creators and also the press. So, Pete, there's a, there's a lot of things I can't talk about. Um, I am... Give me one second. Let me put this down right here. I am going to talk about, um, you know, the, the quick resume, loading time, stuff like that, uh, performance when it comes to the games, uh, backwards with compat. Um, but in the future, I'm planning to have more stuff, a lot more stuff in the future. So, uh, just wanted to put it out there, man, very quick. Um, what your thoughts be of, of, you know, the, the console so far, I know you've been reading other content, right. From like people online. Well, I mean, first and foremost, right. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it, this is a big thing, not just for, you know, influencers or, you know, however we want to label ourselves content creators, right? You know, this is a huge thing for Microsoft, right? This is mm-hmm. what appears to be their way of getting back into the good graces of gamers around the world, right? You know, the, um, you know, they, they've, they fumbled tremendously with the Xbox One X. 
And it's good to see that, that they took those lessons learned and they've applied them here. So it, it's, I'm glad to see it finally come out. I'm glad to see it in the hands of people. And from what I've heard, read, and seen, and hopefully we'll talk about today, is that, you know, it is what, you know, it is what everybody expected it to be. You know, it is, they, they came correct with the Xbox Series X. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, on a couple of their, their, their features and stuff. Yeah, you you know what was the first game I really wanted to uh, try out to see if, if it was going to load fast or not was The Division 2. Because, Pete, you know that game. I don't know how it is in the PC, but for Xbox One X, it, it's, it takes a while to load, man. This one took seven seconds, which is pretty insane for that game, man. Mm-hmm. I tried that one. I tried uh, The Outer Worlds. That one was like maybe six seconds or so, six or seven seconds. That one, Control, well, that's another one that was super, super quick. Um, and I noticed it runs very, very smooth compared to um, the version I have on Xbox One X. Because um, usually when you pull out the map in the game, I don't know if you ever played, have you played Control, Pete, at all? No. Or no? No. All right, so when you play when you play the game, you could pull out like the, the map and sometimes it loads or sometimes it takes like forever. I didn't get no no issues, man. Zero issues trying out that game and it runs very very smooth on this um i think did, did, did you get to use the quick resume feature for control and get back into loads that you had from yes. the xbox one x and so is mm-hmm. it as good as advertised yes it's very good and actually uh, i was also reading this from other uh you know people have been talking about like the press and and uh, the content creators that feature is only available here like it's not you, you won't find that like on pc or or, or any other console so the thing that I like about it is, let's say I'm playing, um, you know, the Outer Worlds, and my brother say, "Hey, let's go play some Apex Legends." You know, I could just switch right away, mm-hmm. and because of the loading time and quick resume, it will be a faster way for me just um, changing games. Right now, you could do that up to like seven. I will not do that. I think three is like the sweet spot. Because honestly, who who is going to do seven games <laughs> changing it like that? You know what I'm saying? So, well, so that that was actually that that's one thing I wanted to ask. Is like I'm curious how many games you can actually preload before you either affect the system performance in and of itself, or does it just mm-hmm. automatically say, okay, after three games, I'm just going to dump the last one just so mm-hmm. that it continuously has that memory available to keep the games ready for for quick resume. Yeah. I think people have done already seven. I haven't gone that far. But here's the thing. If you are playing a multiplayer game and you do quick resume, remember, you're online. So it's like similar to when you're uh, playing a game. Uh, like I say, Destiny, you can't pause the game. Right. Like something like that, right? But I think if if you're playing like a single player game and you want to switch it to another one and then mm-hmm. another one because of your friends, like well, let's say a multiplayer game, that, that I think it will be perfect for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's... I've look, I think it's really cool um, doing that, changing the games like that. Uh, especially the thing that that's been like driving me insane is just like not insane, but like in a good way is the 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 loading the loading time. So I'm gonna give you a couple games because I'm still downloading a lot. Um, so I'm gonna give you a couple. Some of them I tried, some of them I haven't. So Destiny Two, your favorite number, Pete, forty three seconds loading time, success. Success. That's it. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, thirty seconds. Wow. Uh, sea of Thieves, which I haven't tried this one yet, twenty seconds. Evil Within, 
2, which is a fantastic game that came out a couple years ago from Bethesda. 33 seconds. The Outer Worlds, 6 seconds, which I mentioned. Red Dead Redemption takes forever on Xbox One X. I believe it's like a minute and 30-ish, like around there, right? For the Xbox Series S, uh, X is 52 seconds. Uh, Warzone, uh, Call of Duty Warzone is 16 seconds. So that that's pretty dope. Really, really cool to see that, man. And and honestly, I'm planning to talk about more stuff in the future about the console, controller, all all that stuff, man. So, right. but but it's good, man. It's really, really cool, man. Seeing that, man. You know, loading time. I I feel like it's just it's a uh it's a, it's a lot faster if you want to like the experience. Like, hey, let me change games, play mm-hmm. with my friends. Let me go play single player. You know, really cool, man. Well, really, I really think cool. I, that that's a that's a big key feature like when people try to do you know comparisons or when, when people want to compare uh titles mm-hmm. you know and their performances between and, and and maybe use those to make those decisions on on whether you're going to go with a specific platform that that is a key indicator for where people may make a decision right that ability mm-hmm. to say okay i have you know if you, let's say you know just throw it out there you have game pass and you're like you said you want to switch over to another game because your friends are playing Typically, you gotta you gotta exit, stop, pull the game out, put in a new game, or go launch the game. Mm-hmm. Go through the entire launch sequence, which a lot of times is a pain in the neck, right? Let's let's just be let's just call a spade a spade. That's that's sometimes can almost say, nah, I don't want to go through that hassle, right? You just want to join your friends, you can, and that's that's such a key cool feature to have, and that's mm-hmm. you know. You really think about it if you're if you're switching games like that because you're always back and forth on on what you're playing. That that could be a decision. That could be one of those little key decision makers on whether you know you want to go Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah, and, and one thing because of this, now I am even more curious about the Xbox Series S. How's that going to run it? I think it's going to be similar, very very similar to to this um, mm-hmm. to the X. So I, I I can't wait to to try that out. Now I could say this, um, I definitely where I'm at right now. Sorry, it's like a train in the background. Where I'm at right now. Um, it's a little bit complicated because of the 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 space that I have. So, and I knew from the get that I think I was gonna have like some some issues <laughs> putting the the Xbox Series X in a certain area here where I'm at. But that's why I want to try out the S because it's a lot smaller mm-hmm. than the X. And uh, yeah, so I, I can't wait for for that one to come out, man. So I already pre order it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, can't can't wait. So let me show you one more time. One more time, Pete. Let me put this up. It's it's heavy. It's yep. a little heavy here, man. I see you struggling. <laughs> I see you struggling with it there. Yeah. I'm just waiting for you it's to drop heavy. it, dude. I'm just gonna laugh at you. Yeah, yeah. No, we. <laughs> yeah, I've been filming a lot of a lot of stuff for for the show. Hopefully, I can put that like on Twitter or, or somewhere, you know, later on. So yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to talk about more stuff about this, man. It's really cool. Really, really cool. But uh, remember, this is a preview. It's not a review. A preview. So I just want to say thanks to Microsoft for for giving me the opportunity, and also Paris on Twitter says I'm lucky. I, I don't know about luck. I don't know why he says I'm lucky. You are. You got it. I don't. No, it's not luck. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work. A lot no, of hard work, man. But you know what I'm saying? You know, it's 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 things like the SSD. It's a great introduction to people who play on console. The you know, because that's not something that they typically get to use. Yeah, I know. Like you could use, um, you know, the, 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 you had the the laptop. You know, uh, the the two point five inch on the PlayStation Five, etc. But 
the actual full-on speed of an of an SSD of a solid-state drive. That that functionality, that performance that you get is something that PC players have been using for years, right? We've 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 grown accustomed to it, and we take it for granted almost for you know because because we've always had you know we've had it for much much longer period than console players. So now you guys are having it. Now you guys get to see what it is that you know PC players you know traditionally get to use, and that that speed, that performance, that quick you know that boot up speed, right? Like on my PC, I can turn it on and within, you know, 18 seconds, my PC is on up and running. Everything's loaded, ready to go. So it's, I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, consoles are starting to get that catch up now on, on, on features and functionality. So. Yeah. You, I have to say this. I'm very happy to see that Microsoft has been sending now the console early. We're in like early October. Mm-hmm. This is coming out next month. It's really cool for to see that that they're so confident. They're sending this to all the press. You know, usually companies will do like private events and maybe closer to launch, you will get the console like maybe a week or two before it launches. You know, so I mean, there's people that have been having this since September, since the end or mid what? Uh, yeah, almost the end of September with the console. That's insane. I've never I cover games for a long time. I've never seen that before. You know, so that's uh, that's pretty cool to see that from them. And um, and I hope we get to see more of that from like other companies too. Because I think it's uh, it's it's cool to have the conversation, show the, show the content, the device, or the game, whatever to to our audience, man. You know what I'm saying? Get get everybody excited and hype. You know, I'm excited for for next gen. I tell you that I'm very excited for next gen. And and um, like I said, I'm now I I am super very 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 curious about the Series S now, man. Because of this device, you know what I'm saying. So, um, and yeah, also I, I believe PlayStation just had like a uh, like a hands-on, right? A hands-on yep. thing. Uh, yeah, hands-on event a, so in they, Japan. They invited a small group, a small select group of media from from Japan and YouTube influencers uh, for a hands-on event with the PlayStation Five. They got to play, you know, a couple of games, um, and it seems like the overarching commentary coming out of that is. It's huge. Like they 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 showed pictures. Um, and there's for gamer.net or something. Um, mm-hmm. but like a side by side with the TV that they're playing on, and this thing is massive. It, it is no oh, joke. Oh yeah, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it, there's no joke. Um, but on the flip side of that, there's also early comments that it is quiet with little to no heat coming out of the machine. So that was, if anything, that was one of the biggest negatives of you know the previous iteration was that you know a it sounded like a jet airplane um and that it it basically could heat up your apartment actually you know and and to be fair the xbox one x was real close to that as well right both of those were were you know multitasking as space heaters at the end of the day so Mm -hmm. it's good it's good to see i know uh i i think it was i can't remember who exactly i think it was tony that uh, posted this guy we have like a chat we always talk all the time uh and <laughs> let me see if i find it here but it's about the storage pete the storage of the playstation 5 um, oh yeah so so it's uh usable spaces 625 mm-hmm. i want to say or something like that yeah, 625 uh, gigs of available storage of, of of usable storage not available usable storage yeah. after the os load and everything else um Oof. that's pretty that's that's going to, and then, you know, I want to preface that with uh, 
the Xbox has this cool feature that allows you to segment what parts you want to install on your on your hard drive on the Xbox One X and, or Series X and Series S. That's pretty you, cool. You read that? You read that? Li- you read that line? Yes. You read that online? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I did. Um, so that that's a pretty cool like tit for tat type feature. Um, there is on the PlayStation Five a it, it, you can hardly see it unless you zoom in. Um, but it's on the right hand side. There's like a little there's like a little uh, a screw nut that, and I think it's like an, an Allen wrench screw nut or something that you can connect and uh, and uh, mm. go through. It's 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 uh, I think it's supposed to be where you're supposed to be able to release and remove stuff to uh, or release a portion of the cage or the, the case of the PlayStation five to either replace or slot in another hard drive. But think about it. The, the, if, if you think about it just from like a call of duty, uh, you know, war zone perspective, that thing barely, you know, that, that, that game is like a 40 gig release every week, you know, on, on, on patch Tuesdays, essentially. So, Oh no, it's going to be pretty interesting. All right, so here's the thing. So I I heard I can't confirm this is true enough about the PlayStation 5 that you're you can't use your external hard drive connect, to connect to the to the console. Maybe they'll add that in the future, but as of right now, it's either that and you or or buy the the SSD card and and, and put mm. it in the system. That's it. So the game that is available there, it's a a demo game. Um, which is which is called Playroom, mm-hmm. is two point four gigabytes. That one right there. Now, mm. ooh, I don't know, man. I I think it's gonna be a very expensive, <laughs> a very expensive uh, uh next gen for a lot of people, man. Because of that, man. Because you okay. have to, the, the SSD card is is expensive. It's like what two something. Right, two nineteen. I want to say two twenty, yeah. but I mean, and I and I said this, you know, a couple of shows ago was mm-hmm. don't be surprised of that cost because that is the going price of a Gen four PCIe Gen four SSD mm-hmm. at one terabyte. It's two. It's about one hundred and eighty to two hundred bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. got to take into consideration because I believe they changed the form factor for what they plug in. I'm just talking about a standard NVMe hard drive that you would normally plug into your PC. Right, so now we're talking a custom PCIe Gen 4 NVMe chi- uh, NVMe memory card with all of its you know related hardware, et cetera. That's you know in- got encapsulated, and then the custom interface that plugs into the back of a PlayStation or the pla- the back of the Xbox you know Series X. Yeah, yeah. I by the way, it's unconfirmed. I said this is what I heard, you know, through different you know social media. It's not a hundred percent confirm about that about the storage but if it's true then that's not that's not good i think they need to have that um that update where you could put the storage in there on day one i think that's important man you know what i'm saying so and i, I think that's about it from places now i have to say this op it mm. seems that xbox is being very like hey let's let's uh give away our not give away but let's send our consoles to a lot of people from the media and content creators right and playstation has been more of let's have the tip, typical traditional uh hands-on events you come to our space check it out record and that's it. it's very controlled do you think that's a mistake from sony because 
they're still doing it the, the old traditional way. It's, it works for them. People are still going to be buying their their console no matter what. But do you think from they a should change? From a marketing standpoint, I don't mm. think they need to, right? They are still, at the end of the day, the market leader with regards to their platform. They don't need to put extra eyes on their product because they already have that. In, they already have that installed player base, right? They know that they that traditionally that player base is just going to go and fold over to the next version, right? So it's almost assumed that what was I, I forget the number of 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 PlayStation of PlayStation Four owners. It's almost assumed that PlayStation Four owners will automatically go to PlayStation Five, right? Microsoft has that uphill battle that they need to that they need to you know uh, they need to assume not just for just not just to to get to 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 second place but if they're trying to get to number one because remember you still have Nintendo you have you have big Nintendo there with the Switch you got to battle that right in and of itself yeah I know and I know Paris isn't here but who cares he's not here so we could talk about whatever we want um, yeah yes yes. He, you know, he likes to say, you know, like, you know, they're on, they're out in their own little universe. You know, Nintendo does what Nintendo does and whatever it is. But Microsoft, in their ultimate mentality, wants to be the number one, right? So they have to surpass Nintendo. And in order to surpass Nintendo and Sony, they need to put their device in front of as many people from an influencer perspective um, as possible that's why you see television ads. That's why you see sponsorships on, on sports programming, et cetera. They need to get that marketing out there in order to get little Johnny and mom to go out to the store and buy an Xbox, period. Whether it's a Series X or Series S is, is, is irrelevant, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's my opinion, right? I, I'm, in, I'm in IT, but you know what do I know at the end of the day? But I think... The reason Microsoft is putting it out there like that is because they want to get as much good, solid press as possible so that people look at the the, the Series X and Series S as a viable option this holiday season and moving forward. They need to, you know, they, they need to make sure that when a consumer goes to the store and is ready to start dropping coin, that they're confident. Yes, I want a Microsoft. I want an Xbox Series X. Not as an afterthought because they're sold out of Switches or they're sold out of PlayStation Fives. Yeah, you know another thing that we also have to talk about. At least Microsoft been showing their dashboard for a while now. They've been showing it, right? PlayStation hasn't shown anything at yeah, all. Not true. They haven't. They showed they. They showed a no, ten second clip of the startup of their UI. Actually, Tom Warren uh, tweeted it out. Uh, I think it was yesterday, or the day before. It was like a little ten second. It's literally the it's like startup boot, like of the device. Up. Yeah, it's a, it's the boot up of the UI, and of course, you know, fans are going to go crazy because it's the first time we're actually seeing it, and and deservedly so. Yeah. But we haven't. I mean, it, it's what the it's the fourth, so we've got six weeks, maybe five weeks till launch. And we're we're barely scratching the surface of what they're showing. Yeah, yeah. That, now that was that was the the Japanese content creators and press. I wonder how they're going to do this for for Europe and also for here for the states, man. Oh, I'm sure that'll I'm sure that'll happen in the next week or two. Yeah, I think maybe maybe by this week, hopefully, right? I would I assume. So. I would assume yeah. so. Yeah. Now, it's cool. I'm going to try out. 
later on, I'm going to download uh, Assassin's Creed, a couple of the games that that I have in my library, and I'm testing them out. And look, if you follow me on Twitter, I'll post the times of that, of those games. But let me tell you, Pete, Destiny loads pretty fast, man. I know I mentioned it earlier, but <laughs> it loads pretty, really good, man. Really, really good. Especially, especially Division 2. Holy crap. Holy crap, the Division 2. 11 seconds. Insane. Insane, man. So Yeah, that's it is impressive. Yeah. Do we have anything else here? No, we have like a fan mail, uh, right? We have, we have those two voicemails we can we can run through. Let's do fan it. Fan mail. Fan mail. Let's do it. <laughs> fan mail at GamertagRadio.com. Uh, voicemail number one. Hey guys, this is Jim here. So I think I have a theory with this cloud streaming services like xCloud and Stadia and everything like that on Apple and iOS platforms. So I was playing this morning some uh, Game Pass and uh, right when I started it up, I noticed that there were add-ons. You know, you can purchase levels, you can purchase, uh, you know, gold and stuff like that in a certain level. So I'm thinking that there's I know Apple wants them to review each game individually and have it on the app store. Well, then that would mean that they're paying 30% to Apple for every single one of these uh, add-ons that we're buying through there. So somebody's got to absorb that, you know, would it be the Microsoft? Would it be, you know, the developer? I don't know. Uh, Do you have any opinions on that? Right on. Take it easy. All right. Thank you for your voicemail. Danny, do you have any thoughts on that on, uh, Mm-hmm. On a Game Pass having having DLC and 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 options up for sale, yeah, yeah. So I know they've been doing this for a while. One, first of all, if you have the Samsung app of Xbox Game Pass, you also uh, have an opportunity to buy these games or buy those uh, DLCs uh, content within in the the device through that through that app. But it's only through uh, Samsung Galaxy Store. Um, app version of that, right? You can't do that if you have the Android Google from Google Play. It won't work. You only could play through there. So that's one. That's one. Two is I know that sometimes you will see a game. They'll be there for like let's say a couple months, and they'll have like a section where it's leaving soon. If you like that game so much and it leaves, you have an opportunity also to buy that as from a, a cheaper price now because you're part of Xbox Game Pass uh, or Game Pass Ultimate. So I think it's a great way to to uh, to promote the game and and have it cheaper for for everybody that likes it. You know what I'm saying from from the from from Game Pass. So I think that's a good a good idea. I like that a lot, man. Like for example, right now you could play you could play The Witcher three, but you have to mm-hmm. buy the expansion if you want to play those um, in the game. Is that a is that only available for Samsung? Like, is, or, or will there be potential? Will there be potential for that in the future for other for other manufacturers and stuff like that for them accessing it? Yeah, if it's the app is only through Samsung, Samsung Galaxy, hmm. you could do that. If it's the console, you could just do it through there, through the, the store. Yeah. And the reason right. is they, they I think uh, there's a deal between uh, Microsoft and Samsung about that. Maybe they will get like a percentage or, or something, you know, from that. So, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it is it it's different. Yeah, it is different because I see 
I see Game Pass as a tool to promote games that doesn't get highlighted because it's in the store and there's so many games and people are probably playing other stuff. But if they go to Xbox Game Pass and they see, uh, let's let's make believe, uh, uh, the the Outer Worlds. No, not not I'm not no not first party. Let's go with uh, The Witcher Three. Right? Is there? You could play it. You love it. You finish the game. Oh man, there's more content. Then you go and buy the expansion or you can also buy the game cheaper price because you're a part of game pass and, and you could continue your, your, you know, your story from the expansion, you know? So I, I think it's a smart way to promote and get, and the studios and the publisher will get more money from that too. You know, instead of getting just a percentage of royalties every time you play the game. So what's, what's your opinion gotcha. about that Pete? I mean, it, it does kind of, it, it doesn't really smell of mm-hmm. Game Pass. I don't know. And maybe that's the wrong way to say it. But when you, ex- when you are sold Game Pass, you're under, the, you know, it's given you the, the auspices of you have access to the entire lineup of titles. You know, reg- you know, to be able to be accessible from wherever you're at, right? Mm-hmm. And throwing them up, you know, throwing up individual DLCs. I guess it's no surprise because whether you're on a console or you're playing it through Game Pass or you're playing it or, you know, you bought it, those options for DLC is going to be there regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's always, there, there's, there's, been, there's been those money grabs from, from developers and publishers always. There's always been those, and, and money grab is probably the, 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 the wrong way to, to word that, um, but those, those opportunities for additional revenue are, are always going to be there, right? That, that's, that's, how they, that's how they fund the next round of, of, of titles or, or expansions for their titles. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that you know, they're going to be offering the, those things, but if they're incentive-based, because they're on Game Pass, that 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 might make sense. Yeah, but it's only for third party. Remember, if it's um, first party, all that mm-hmm. content is going to be free. So let's say Forza Horizon uh, Four, I've been playing that a lot, right? And they've been adding free content every single time, or like mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves, free content because that's Microsoft. They want you to stay in the service. Now, when it comes to a third party, that's a different. A business model because third party wants to get extra income not only through royalties based on you playing these games but how about the expansion and other things they could do to sell and they'll get money from that now the thing with uh destiny 2 what they're doing bungie is everything is free the the, the all the expansions the game the only thing that you have to pay is for the season pass that's another different business model. So right. it's not up to Microsoft when it comes to that. That is a third-party publisher or studio. They have to decide what they want, which I, I understand. I think that's that's not a bad thing, I think. Uh, like Destiny 2, Pete, on Game Pass, now there's an opportunity for 15 million subscribers that has never played Destiny 2. This will be their first time for them to play the game. And if they really want to get more cosmetics and uh, pay for the season pass, they have the opportunity to do that too, man. But I'm just, I, hey, you you could play the game without paying all. Uh, oh no, I know, I know, and I know, and you know, me and a couple of the members of the community jumped back into Destiny Two over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because it was, you know, it was free and available. The question is, how much attachment will those, you said 15 million, how much attachment? If they're already coming from PlayStation or PC, excuse me, are they really going to attach themselves and start buying more skins and DLC and things like that? You know, I'm curious offering it for free at some point there is, there is a point of diminishing, diminishing returns because I can't see how if a player is on game pass and is using it for the access to a thousand titles, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say, you know, they, they 100, 100 titles, over 100. I've heard of that. Okay. And not, but, not a thousand. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, have access yeah. to 100 titles, but let's say they don't have the disposable income of, let's say, myself or, or whomever. They're not, gonna, they're not the ones that are going to be sitting there looking for, looking, you know, looking to spend money on, on uh, you know, whether it's, you know, clothing or, or, or you know, wraps for your guns, et cetera. So are they really going to, are you really going to see that quote unquote 15 million come back, come over to Xbox and spend money on those things? Like what's the attach rate on that is, is my question. I don't know. And I haven't read anything about that, but I'll tell you this, Pete, that there is a lot of people that have Android devices, one over 1 billion worldwide, right? Microsoft is going after that crowd. So if that crowd that play mobile games pay all this money on a free game that they play and they start paying for like cosmetics and other things, right? Um, why not? They could, they could do the same exact thing without buying the console just through their mobile device. Do the same exact thing playing, let's say, an old Samsung device. Anywhere from around the world, using their Wi-Fi connection, that's all they could do. And that's it. And but I think Bungie will get that type of money. Now, right now, we probably not going to see a lot of people doing this, but like long term, watch. I think it's going to be a very huge success, and other third-party companies are going to start doing the same exact thing. But see, a third party like Bungie or any other the third parties. They're just going to get a percentage of, or, or they're just going to get some, some, some fixed cost per title, right? As, as you know, the license agreement or whatever for Game Pass. But like I said, how, like a lot of games, you know, we can say whether it's Destiny, whether it's Assassin's Creed or, or The Division or, 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 you know, and I'm just throwing out random third party titles, but. All of them have that mechanism for downloadable content. I can't, I don't foresee a lot of people throwing in, you know, for additional DLC in, you know, additional in-game DLC um, for a game that might be two, three, four years old. Right. Um, and yes, I get it. You know, mobile is huge. Mobile is probably the, the largest, if not the second largest um, uh, demographic in, in that but I, I just can't see them because you because you look at the marketplaces on on either of the the platforms whether it's iTunes or or Android or Google Play sorry um, mm-hmm. the free the free the the free game section is where everybody goes for things right and it's 
a very it's a much smaller dichotomy of of players or consumers that are actually paying the large the large quantities for those additional things. So it's just a, it's just a numbers question for me, right? And I'd, I'd, this is something that I, this is a conversation that I would love to have with Pactor at E3, like on Pactor, you know, the on on uh, the Michael Pactor party, right? Is of you know do you, you know just to pick his brain and see if he thinks that something like this is a viable uh, is is a viable numbers thing for Microsoft mm-hmm. or the third parties, like what kind of what kind of what kind of an increase in revenue would they are they forecasting versus actually getting as a result of of all these new uh, all these new mobile players coming to coming to Game Pass? Mm-hmm. I think the only way we'll find out if we see more third party companies doing this because the success of of let's say CD Projekt Red, Bungie, etc. We're gonna if if this is a success, then we're gonna see more of that. I think so. I think so. All right, Pete, we have a second second voicemail, right? Yes, we do. Here we All go. Right, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Gamertag Radio. My name is Rami from Ashman, Virginia. Um, wanted to give you guys a different perspective on why I became an early adopter for the Xbox Series X. Last year, Microsoft was running a deal where you can convert up to 36 months of your Xbox Live membership to Game Pass Ultimate. I looked at my account the other day, and I have free Game Pass till October 2022. So that's two years of free games from Microsoft, from EA, and their third-party partners. Um, and after Bethesda dropped that Megaton bomb um, of joining the Microsoft family, it made total sense. And I pulled the trigger because uh, it's really free games and that saves a lot of money uh, next-gen. So I wanted to get you guys' opinion on that. I'm not sure if anyone else took advantage of that deal. Um, and it might still actually be running, so it's it's a, it's a great steal. Um, that's why I feel like I relate to Paris a lot on why Game Pass is you know, such a game changer and such a consumer friendly move. I want to get a PS5, but I hate the white color, so I want to wait till a special edition comes out, like a God of War, maybe, and then I'll pull the trigger then. But yeah, I wanted to get your perspective on that. Uh, keep up the good work. Love listening to you guys every week. And Danny, please let Paris talk sometime, man. <laughs> uh, just kidding but love you guys and take care Bye. see you Danny let us talk <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah that's yeah. no, all good it's all good now nah, man thank you thank you for, for for the voicemail man that was awesome man very very cool what you think about that Pete all access all access man Xbox all access I mean it's great um, I mean, and actually, if you think about it as well, if you think about the, the, the fold in also with EA play, now you can get, I think it's like a three to one conversion rate for EA play as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, all these little, all these little integrations that, that Microsoft is doing, um, to embolden its player base to continue get you know, staying within the ecosystem is, is just fantastic. It really is. If, if you really think about it at the core side, it's just, it, it makes sense and it's, it, it, it's it's really cool to see how, how they're just how they're just like folding in additional players from one place or another to to continue uh, doing their stuff. So it's just good for them. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, during last gen, well, actually during this gen, they uh, Microsoft started testing out all access mm-hmm. by people could go to the to the Microsoft store, uh, get the system, and be part of of Xbox Game Packs, et cetera, as a test, right? And also, 
there was a an Xbox One S digital version that came out. Very small amount of, of units, but it was everything was a, a test for what we have today. You know, so look, a lot of people pre-order the system, both systems or one, like full price. They just pay either two ninety nine, four ninety nine, right? But it's good to see, and especially with the economy that's going on now, uh, worldwide, not only in the states, that you could pay twenty five dollars a month, and you get Game Pass Ultimate, you get um, S Cloud in there for free, EA Play part of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, you get the console, you get everything for a very, very low price, and you pay monthly. So, similar to when you uh, do the same exact thing with like with your phone, you pay monthly and everything, right? I think that's a very smart move, man, because if you don't have the money, two ninety nine, and you might have like 25 bucks a month, and that's it. I think you're good with that, man. I think that's really, really cool. Really, really awesome. So, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gives the opportunity for more people to, to, to get the new console. So everybody wins. Everybody wins. All right. Anything else, Pete? The more. Nope, oh, go I, ahead. Go ahead. I, go ahead. I, no, no, no. I was just saying it's just the more hands that you put that you put that device into um, whether it's early now for, for reviewers and, and, and whatnot, or, you know, after November, the better, right? Cause mm-hmm. that, I think the consumer word of mouth speaks volumes and we have, you know, we, we as gamers haven't been able to say Microsoft with a positive uh, perspective for quite a long time. Right. And and it's good to hear nothing, you know, a lot of praise with regards to what they're doing from, you know, groundbreaking technology with, you know, with the hardware, the acquisition of studios. I mean, if you really think about it, the, this ZeniMax acquisition, you know, last week is still on the is still on the lips of of not just, you know, gamers, but overall finance, technology you know, discussions, it's a huge thing for Microsoft to be able to acquire that, you know, to be able to acquire, you know, ZeniMax and be able to have, you know, the entire Bethesda lineup of titles. And I know you guys talked about it last week on the show of, um, on your emergency broadcast of, um, you know, everybody complained that Microsoft's biggest problem was the lack of single player long form you know, cinematic style games. And they picked up one of one of the, you know, they picked up a studio that thrives on that, that specializes in that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, you, then you throw in the, the, you throw in the, the, the potentials for obsidian and or private division to re-kick off, you know, new Vegas as an option. Right. Cause now they're all within the fold and it's, it's almost like, you know, you know, Bethesda meets Bethesda all over again. So, hey, mm-hmm. it, it's it's going to be it's going to be a very very interesting holiday season, and I'm curious to see uh, how how Microsoft succeeds on this one. Yeah, I, I know there was people we're in the chat too, but I know there's people asking uh, how long it takes for control to load. It's actually ten seconds. It's not thirty. I know people think I said thirty. No, it's ten seconds. So on this Xbox Series X. So, uh, but P, I think we should wrap it up, man. I think that's okay. uh. That's cool right there. You know, we'll do the, you know, after show here. But uh, head over to GamertagRadio.com. Post your comments and feedback. Listen to our past episode. You could also find us on any podcast app. 
Just search for Game Attack Radio, subscribe, and uh, yeah, post a review if you can. All right, if you would like to be part of Fan Mail, here's how you can contact us. Send us your feedback or questions. Give us a call at 786-273-7GTR. Email us at fanmail at gamertagradio.com or leave a message on speakpipe.com slash gamertagradio. All right, so stay tuned. We have more content here coming up in the near future. Uh, P, anything you want to like to say maybe before we wrap it up? No, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget, we've got one month down to vote. So you have your opportunity. If you got to mail it in, mail it in. Go to the polls. November 3rd, vote. Definitely. And wear a mask. And wear a mask, please. All right. Until next time, we're out. Thanks for listening to Gamer Tag Radio. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. 